G'day and welcome to Breaking in the Making. This time we've gone back over West. I know, who knew that I fucking love the WA music scene. Um, but we got Mason from Dear Sunday. How you going, mate? Yo, how we doing, everyone? Thanks for tuning in. Going well. I'm currently in the homeland of Vietnam, traveling away, but yeah, we're going well. Music's uh, music's always got to be at the uh, forefront of the brain, no, where, no matter where you are in the world. Um, yeah. Now... It's very rare that um, I can pinpoint an, a, a date of when I find bands, um, but Spotify is a beautiful thing. And um, back on the 16th of July last year, um, I was looking for bands to you know reach out to and um, listen to their music. And I found you guys, Weekender and Dice all on the same day. Um, and you guys had 4,000 monthly listeners and you had 120k on never again and that's the first track i listened to and the vocals on that just like the i don't know like the the raspiness and the realness to that like i really like that song um it's almost at 1 million streams now um, i don't know if you watch that type of stuff or not but it's it's cool to see how long <laughs> you know those type of things come and it's you know a lot of there's so many bands out there um but to get to one million is is you know it's an achievement it's coming soon what do you think makes that track you know sets it apart from everyone else just the numbers itself like i'm pretty obsessive over numbers just being the person i am same dude yeah i i check I check the artist app like every morning just to see how the trends are going and stuff. Um, pretty bad in a way, but I'm a bit obsessive over it. But yeah, I think the biggest thing and that we saw with Never Again is um, aside from the playlist streams, it actually didn't do too well. It didn't get put in any of the Spotify editorials or anything. But recently, I think about five months ago, it started getting bumped up in the radio algorithm from what I could see. So Spotify radio started, it went from like, 200 a day stable for a year or something and then it bumped up to like 700 a day and then a month later it bumped up to um 2.2000 a day and then it bumped up to like 7000 a day now it's just at about like 11 or 12000 a day and pretty much like 70% of the streams are all from the Spotify radio algorithm so That's it's something cool. to do with that and I mean yeah like a bit of an insight like I like to be transparent about where it all comes from and like we're pretty dumbfounded itself. Like it was just doing very normally, like what we thought it would. And all of a sudden, like we're getting hyped on like 2,000 a day, which is sick. And now it's at like 10,000 a day. Not trying to brag or anything, because you know that's not like no, definitely brag. That's fucking mad. On, but, I, I'd, like, be, I'd be but bragging like, too. We, we we didn't do anything for that song to have gotten to that point beyond what we'd done at the start of having it. Like it, it just got picked up by the algorithm somehow. And I mean, I guess credit to us in some sort of way that like the algorithms are based off retention and how much people really i guess connect with the song for it to be pushed out more in the algorithm but for us it just kind of felt like a bit of dumb luck in that you know we just just started getting more streams from spotify like it goes it goes to the other songs as well so if like that's if that's how you get fans that's how you get fans but another way to get fans which is super interesting that you know i don't think many people do is like go on a dj song and um lewd like yeah there's a song with you guys like it, that seems like such a you know unique pairing but like how does that just come about yeah i mean that was like, we, we got so much to thank lewd for because obviously he's blown up since and become one of the like biggest djs in the world and like drum bass artists but um 
essentially it was like it was pretty bad on our end because his management reached out to us and this was ages ago like we barely checked the emails back then we just started and like we left them on the scene for like i don't know i read the email just brushed past me um left like didn't reply to it for a week and then like someone frantically sent like a screenshot that crap like mm. this is such a good opportunity like we love this music like we got to reply to this like we're full apologetic about like so sorry for the delay and the tardiness like you know we, we barely check our emails and stuff but we'd be super keen to play that but yeah essentially um ludes uh, management they said they they heard our song Susie, and then they were keen to do something together which was really cool and then had a writing session where um, we got together as a band, wrote some vocal hooks and vocal melodies and sent them through and then um, it was pretty down for them so we recorded them and then made the song out of it and then yeah, all of a sudden the song just got announced, it's on FIFA, the game just got released. It's, it's on FIFA? Yeah, 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 it's on, it's on um, FIFA 23, we just found found that out a few days ago and That's the game got released cool. yes, yesterday, so yeah, it's pretty wild. That's fucking mad. Um, I mean yeah. like... Yeah, like loads popped off in like the last six months and like that obviously transfers, you know, you get the trickle down stuff for that. But yeah. Um now you said you're into numbers. I'm also like, you know, I like looking at numbers. That's one of the things I look at. Um but like you have a lot of songs that are streaming well, like over hundred K on a lot of your tracks. Obviously we spoke about tracks at the start. Um but I put you guys like obviously this podcast is well, this one in particular is supposed to be about up and coming. Um, and you guys are like, you're up and you've almost, you know, came. That's what I shouldn't say. <laughs> <laughs> almost, um, almost. <laughs> yeah, probably shouldn't say that. Um, there could be kids listening, probably not. Um, yeah. But like, what gets you to, you know, that next stage? Because you're in that like middle ground at the moment. What do you think is that one thing that pushes you into that, you know, top echelon of Aussie artists at the moment? Oh, I mean, we, we don't feel like we're anywhere near that point yet. Um, it's all come really fast. I mean, we only started this band stuff two years ago now, so um, it's been pretty unreal. But I guess we are getting to that point where we had to speak to, like, internally to one another and just be like, hey, like, this is actual possibility of it being a thing. Um, we sort of started out for fun without that expectation, but mm. here we are, um, which we don't really know. It's sort of a season we're trying to navigate now, but with me, like, we are intentionally doing stuff to get there now, which is, I think, a big step forward for us. That before we're doing it for fun, but now we have all these opportunities that like other people would lap up to get a song and be like, it's like a dream or something. And there's sort of just like, it's come easy, but I feel like now's the time where we need to put in a lot of hard work in terms of getting our name out there. Like we do have lots of listeners and our Spotify numbers are real strong, but I think our fan base doesn't reflect those numbers just yet. And that's what we really need to work on is growing that core fan base. Because um, I think aside from getting those songs that, you know, maybe the Spotify radio is pumping out heaps and we're getting streams from loot and stuff. It's all very inflated in terms of the amount of people that are hearing us compared to the amount of people who know who we are as a band. And we want to increase. I think the more that we can increase the people who know us as a band and like our music and then are willing to go to shows so we can get you know bigger sets and be able to, get more income to be able to keep doing it like as a long-term thing that's yep. definitely like the goal right now but yeah um 
obviously stuff has come quickly and i don't think any band has top band or artist has gone yeah it like we could see the progress over a long time it's always been one thing happens and then it's just a blur after that because it usually does yeah. come quickly in the, in the scene now which is um great but um you know hard to maintain um but cool yeah take that shit seriously like to get a million in a song like it's not easy to do um yeah, yeah heaven heaven or hell like that's the newest do we feel the same Like even like obviously like to look into lyrics and that type of stuff, but I think it's like surely it's alluding to mental health, right? Like that mental health battle of um, positive and negative. Yeah. Um. So mental health definitely is something that we like to write, not write about, but bring a light to. I'm on the side of like I, I want young people, especially young men as well, to for it to be normalised to be able to talk about your mental health. It is mm. a big struggle. Everyone goes through it. For it to be okay, so to not be okay, um, that's such like an ongoing battle. And like both Ben and I, we both lost friends to that battle of mental health. So it's definitely something that's there. Um, knock Knock, our song two releases before, that was, we wrote that fully around a mental health battle. So that was um, just those feelings of depression creeping up. Knock Knock is there. Um, Heaven or Hell is sort of that mindset that you're left in when you're not, not sure if what you're doing or the situation you're in is like the best thing ever or the worst thing ever. I think that alludes to that mental health thing a lot um, is that sometimes you might be in a situation where people are like, hey, like this should be incredible. Like this is a good thing, but you're still on the side of like, you know, I'm struggling with this or that. Um, and it could be the opposite of, yeah, it's just, it was definitely that push or pull type feeling. It was written around that whole thing, but Ben likes to write about girls a lot. So it's a lot of his, um, situations to do with um his different his different experiences in the past i mean there's yeah. um there's definitely worse things to write about and mental health and and girls yeah. you know that, that goes hand in hand sometimes so yeah. um i mean that's it's yeah it's definitely something that needs to be highlighted and music's the best way to convey yeah. that um so if that's you know if that's what helps young blokes like ourselves out then um fucking more of it i think now last question we spoke about like goals and that type of stuff before coming to the end of the year what's what's coming from you guys um a song before the end of the year any like new year's festival sets or anything yeah so we've got a pretty stacked um last quarter of the year we've got a bunch of support shows lined up in perth we're playing our first over east show in melbourne nice um yeah so that'll be november december playing our first festival we, we were on the bill for a few but then covid cancelled them all so <laughs> yeah thank you covid mm. but yeah so um playing with um Castaway festival in perth which will be awesome that's like with um june rats and hockey dad and, yeah cool yeah a bunch of other awesome names but yeah so that'll be awesome i think we've got two more releases planned to the end of the year so um two even three we've, we're sitting on about like four recordings at the moment but just trying to figure out how to do it the best way and obviously what the best timing for things is and yeah we're sort of getting to that point now where we're like scheduling everything have a proper calendar and everything trying to be all professional and proper mm -hmm. with it all because otherwise like it's, it's easy to just get lost in the mix of things and just let things carry on without actually being productive in a way but yeah um we're, we're trying to pack out as much as we can and really just go for it like it's go time for us so mm, yeah. what i've um what i've heard from people in the industry over the two years i've been doing it is um don't release any music in december 
Yeah, apparently that's because um, everyone goes on holiday. Um, and I can't remember when to when, when the release opened back up, but like if you've got well, are we September? Then um, I mean, I'll take three songs, but that's because I'm a yeah. freak. Um, but I'm hoping that like these ones are obviously going to be like summer orientated type tracks. Yeah, probably more of the the summer sort of um, feel good music. That's usually the, usually what we try to plan our releases for in the summertime. Yeah. I mean, for the, for those um, end of year sets and the festival sets, summer's the way to go. Uh, Mason from Dear Sunday, thanks for coming on, mate. Really appreciate it. Awesome. Thanks so much for having me and having us and listening to us. Um, really appreciate all the love. And... G'day and welcome to Breaking in the Making. I'm Brenton and this week, my love for the Perth music scene continues as we have the lads from Ra Ra Viper. We chat about the origins that... We chat about the origins of their name, their new track and the urge to get over east. That's it for this week. Make sure to check out the lads as they are one to watch for 2022. I'll catch you next week with more Breaking in the Making.